The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, BMS Builders, Seared Chop House, The Gavigan Agency, Taft, Taft & Hagler, tiebreakers and greenville auto world and now here's brian bailey okay happy bowl monday everybody we're gonna talk birmingham bowl as far as the pirates are concerned heading to play coastal carolina in the birmingham we've talked for two weeks about where the pirates might end up and yesterday we found out for sure they will be in birmingham the birmingham bowl coastal carolina and east carolina joining us first up today jj lamb the executive associate ad for internal affairs over at east carolina he's going to talk about the process and what goes on and and maybe have some information on fans and that kind of thing and then in the back half hour east carolina head football coach mike houston joins us so we'll get his first comments on the matchup with coastal that's coming up on our show on this bowl Monday after this. Before you hit the road this travel season, be sure to get your tires inspected by the Tire Guys at Greenville Auto World. The Greenville Auto World service team sells all the top brands and economy tires if you need a new set. Need an oil change, state inspection, or AC repair? Greenville Auto World can work on any type of vehicle, and the monthly oil change special is only $29.99. Make an appointment now by calling 364-8730. For award-winning service, trust Greenville Auto World. This is John Gavigan with the Gavigan Agency. Our top priority is doing what is best for our members. Whether you are buying a new vehicle, a new home, protecting your family with life insurance, or filing a claim, our agency will be there every step of the way. Our goal is to become a trusted advisor for you and your family for all of your personal and commercial insurance needs. Give us a call in Greenville at 756-1400 for a car, home, business, or life insurance quote today. And give us the opportunity to show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. Seared Chop House is Greenville's only true chop house. We're open seven days a week. Seared combines a remarkable menu with an unrivaled atmosphere. Lunch or dinner at Seared is a quality-driven experience where we highlight a thoughtful approach to locally sourced ingredients and hearty, flavor-rich cuisine. We're firing up the grill at Seared, Greenville's only true chop house, located on Fire Tower Road at Bell's Fork. Come see us at Seared seven days a week. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, you know why we're here. The football season is back! Woo! That means those pregame barbecues with an ice-cold Pepsi? Totally back! Your perfectly placed football-watching corner seat, back and comfy as ever. 18 Sundays of touchdown scoring, Hail Mary throwing, ice-cold Pepsi flowing football action? You better believe it's back! And since that's too amazing to miss a single second's worth, Pepsi is officially giving you permission to always put football first. And when we say always, we mean always. Like when your lawn is looking less like a lawn and more like a jungle. If the game's on, then the lawnmower ain't. And those gutters you haven't cleaned? Today is not their day. Or maybe those in-laws are back in town. Well, better hope they're football fans because your Sunday is completely booked. Long story short, crack open a Pepsi and don't let anything get between you and your football watching. 
with love. Pepsi, made for football watching. That's what I like. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around. Guaranteed. Hi, this is Brian Meador from East Carolina Athletics. You're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show, a Bowl Monday for East Carolina. Pirates headed to the Birmingham Bowl coming up on December the 27th. Take on Coastal Carolina. Executive Associate AD J.J. McGlam at East Carolina joins us to kind of talk about the process a little bit and what uh, Pirate fans have to look forward to. J.J., how are you on this Bowl Monday? Uh, doing great. It's uh, it's always great when the Pirates are uh, getting ready to go bowling. It really is. And, and when you look at it, you know, all the talk from the Fenway Bowl and then we went down to the Gasparilla Bowl and the, the bowl projections. I'm kind of going to put the bowl projections in the same class as the uh, the draft, the mock drafts that the NFL does because they do a thousand of these things and rarely do any of them work out. And that's the case this time. Uh, can you take us through the process? What happens as far as, as the projections and why people put things out and then what happens at the very end how does the process play out you know it is it is a very complicated process but there's so many you know bowl games and tie-ins with conference affiliations and you know but then what happens is you know shake-ups happen people get qualified they don't certain tie-ins with certain leagues uh, enough leagues have enough teams to fulfill their bowl commitments but then really where you see the shakeup come is when some of the leagues don't have enough uh, teams qualified to fulfill their commitments, and then there's secondary commitments with bowl teams. It's, uh, it's a very complicated process, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting to watch it go through and, and kind of see how the Pirates came out. You know, when you when you look at the process itself, I mean, when you, when you're talking to folks, is it it's ESPN kind of dictates the whole thing, don't they? Because they own most of the bowls. It is. It is. They're very heavily involved because you know they do own the majority of the bowls, but it's also in coordination with your conference office uh, and then your predetermined affiliates. Okay, so when you when you got word, you know, I, I think some Pirate fans, and you've been reading different things and that kind of thing, disappointed because of, of going to Birmingham because thoughts were there were other bowls. But when you look at, at this bowl game last year, Houston was ranked 20th in the nation. They beat Auburn 17-13 in this very bowl. So the 20th ranked team in the country was in this bowl last year. So, uh, And I think with the stadium like it is now, it's, it's, a, it's a different entity now, isn't it? It really is, uh, you know, and, and John talked about it yesterday and today, and, you know, Birmingham has really done a great job of upgrading, you know, with the new stadium that they've got with UAB and also with their downtown area that you guys, um, they have really upgraded. And I think our fans will have a totally different experience than they did in 2014 when we were there just because of the investment that, you know, the city of Birmingham has made into this bowl game. 
Yeah, because the uh, former Birmingham Stadium, obviously Legion Stadium, is, is a bit of history involved. But but the new stadium, at least in the pictures, it, it looks really really nice. The the entire USFL played in that stadium uh, this past spring. Uh, former East Carolina coach Skip Holtz and the Birmingham Stallions were the champions in the USFL. So what, you know, when you're looking at going down, it looks to me as if fans you're you're right around Christmas. So for the average fan, you know maybe getting down there early on the 26th. There's plenty to do on the 26th and of course game day on the 27th but would that be the game plan you think yeah i think that would be a a very good game plan for the pirate nation to come down and you know the bowl has got a a lot of events on the 26th uh with the pep rally some uh fanfare in their downtown district uh you know and they're running some shuttles from the different hotels down to this area that they're really making a great uh entertainment venue on the day before on the 26th, and then also on the 27th. Uh, they got a big pregame party uh, leading up to the uh, bowl game at uh, 645 Eastern, 545 Central. When you look at the matchup, Coastal Carolina, obviously they're going through a, a transition period right now. The Sun Belt Conference is one of the uh, probably most underrated conferences in the entire nation. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of good football in that Sun Belt, and, and it looks like you know it's a great matchup. You know, a lot of folks are saying, well, they could have played it in Conway, could have played it in Greenville, but uh, we're going to go to Birmingham for this nice matchup. Yeah, and you know, and I think it is a great, uh, great matchup. Coastal Carolina is a very good football team. Obviously, they got some. Uh, some changes going on, but, uh, you know, very excited to be playing them. And, you know, I think it's going to be a great game, great matchup. And, and I would say, you know, to, to your comments that, that folks were saying earlier, I would, uh, I would give Birmingham a, a try because I really think they've done a lot to uh, invest in this bowl game and, and make it a great experience for uh, everybody involved. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, the disappointment may have come in because, you know, for, for weeks it was the Fenway Bowl and then maybe the Military Bowl and then it kind of trickled down from there. But still, it's a great matchup against a really good football team. Uh, East Carolina needs to get back into a bowl and play a bowl game. Last year was so disappointing uh, in not playing that bowl game because as Mike Houston, he's going to join us in the second half hour. He's told us many, many times that the practices that the Pirates had up in D.C. last year were just amazing, that they were crisp, they were ready to go. And, and everybody in the Pirate Nation obviously feels that they would have beaten Boston College in that bowl game. But it, it wasn't played because of the COVID situation with the Eagles football program. Hopefully everything stays away, you know, as far as this one goes, East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. How difficult is it, J.J.? I, I know you'll be working with Jay Kirkendall over there and trying to get everything organized for a Christmas trip because these coaches and their families will be together for Christmas. And I remember last year talking to some of the assistant coaches. It's it's difficult, and it'll be difficult for you too because you got to get Santa Claus and everything involved, and uh, it, it's hard to, to have Christmas away from from home, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. But you know what you try to do is, you know, you come back, and, and we're doing a really good job with our staff. You know, making sure our staff and players and student athletes, everybody has a great experience around the bowl game, and then you know we'll do some things special for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Uh, but you know it is uh, it is challenging. But you know I think John, you know earlier and as what he has said that you know if we could always change it, you wouldn't be away for Christmas. But unfortunately, uh, you know we can't do that this year. And you know we're excited to be in Birmingham and we're going to make the best of it on Christmas. But it is um, you know the biggest question my little girl asks is uh, Santa Claus going to find her in Birmingham? And 
I told her, I said, sweetie, he found you last year in D.C., so, uh, you know, he'll find you wherever you are. So it'll be good, and, you know, we'll do some special things for, for everybody on the trip to, to make it a special Christmas. I got news for you. If Santa can make it through D.C. safely, I think he's okay in Birmingham. What do you think? <laughs> Oh, I think she's great. Uh, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. And and really, you know, I missed Christmas last year, uh, and and that was one of the fun things is seeing the kids around the hotel and you know, bouncing around and getting ready for St. Nick and and the coaches. You know, they're trying to organize you know a game plan for for the bowl game and trying to get everything ready for Christmas. And it's a it's a really really hectic time. But but you know the whole thing that Coach Houston and, and other coaches have said the same thing. They preach a family type atmosphere, and I think when you see and you spend a holiday together like that you kind of see all that family atmosphere come you know right in front of your eyes no you really do and and that is you know coming right on down from you know with with john and and with mike both family is is ultra important and you know they want to make sure that everybody's families are included and you know everything is is done for our families and for our players and you know it is uh, it is special so but no, it is. Uh, it's a great time, and we're looking forward to it. All right, how much of the uh, particulars are set in stone? Do you guys uh, know your 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 uh, arrival date to Birmingham? Will you guys leave on the twenty third? Uh, start practicing on the twenty fourth. Do you know where the Pirates will be practicing? That kind of thing. Yeah, we're still working out all those details right now. Uh, we do know that we will arrive in Birmingham uh, on the twenty third, and. Uh, you know, the bowl sets your practice sites, um, your location, and then we're working with Coach and Jake on what times they want to practice uh, during the day. And then, obviously, on the 26th, uh, Coach will, will go into his normal uh, pregame routine uh, as we do every uh, every home game or every away game on that Friday the night before. Uh, obviously, it won't be a Friday, but going into that pregame routine the day before the game. Yeah, I believe there is a press conference with the coaches on that uh, Monday after Christmas. And then, of course, uh, that's the 26th. And as J.J. said, there's a, a big pep rally type thing with all the, the band and cheerleaders will be there. Both teams will be represented at that uh, at that pep rally. And really, you, you know, when you when you get everybody together, it's just uh, it's going to be one big party on the 26th and leading into the 27th. And then the big tailgate opportunity after that. Well, when you guys leave on the 23rd, I mean, you, you've also got, and this is not generally for you, I guess, but more for the coaches, but they're also dealing with trying to get the National Signing Day and getting all that stuff done as they prepare to leave on the 23rd. That is true. You know, with Signing Day being on the 21st, you know, they've uh, they've got a full couple weeks here uh, trying to, you know, hold together the recruiting class. And, you know, that's really not in my window there. That's Coach, o, Coach Houston's expert. Yeah. He, uh, He'll be able to answer those questions for you. But I do know they've got a busy week uh, this weekend, next week, trying to hold all that together. Are you guys putting together ticket packages uh, for, for the Pirates, or will there be any buses that are going to go down? I know in past seasons and past bowl games, they've had organized buses, and maybe the Pirate Club's gotten involved. Anything like that going on for the bowl game? Yeah, we're, we're working right now. The, the tickets went on sale this morning at 10 a.m. Uh, through our website and encourage everybody to go on and buy your tickets. Uh, through ecupirates.com uh, and with uh, calling our ticket office and the Pirate Club to get your tickets. Uh, we are looking at some options. Don't have anything right now uh, set in stone. Uh, hope to make some decisions on that in the next, um, you know, 24 to 48 hours so we can communicate out if we do. But, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the, 
the final decision not coming out until two o'clock yesterday on which bowl game you're going to. And so it took us, you know, a little bit this morning to, to talk to some of these travel companies to see what we can try to put together, uh, if at all, and what makes sense um, for our our faithful fans. Okay, and once again, it looks like the the best deal going as far as Birmingham is concerned. If you and, and really, it, it cuts the price down a little bit too because you know, you don't have to go there for a week. You basically get in there on that Monday, the day after Christmas, and obviously it's going to be kind of complicated with the Christmas holiday right there. But if you get in there on that Monday, lots to do on that Monday, lots to do on that Tuesday. Uh, East Carolina and a what is a six forty five kickoff uh, from Protective Stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. JJ McLam joining us to talk about the uh, the bowl game. Uh, when you think about years that you didn't have a bowl game, I mean, obviously the disappointment sets in when you're not going to a bowl. I think when you think back to those years and those lean years, and there have been a few, I think you got to thank the good Lord that you're heading to a bowl game, right? Oh, yes, you do, Brian. I mean, uh, all of our Pirate faithful lived through those years where we were home uh, over the Christmas holidays and not in the bowl season. And, you know, it's just a, it's a testament to what Coach Houston and his staff has done to our football program to get us back into the, the bowl game for the second consecutive year. Uh, I mean, it is phenomenal, the uh, upswing that, that he has us going in right now. And just super excited to, uh, to be back in the bowl game. Do you have any great bowl memories of you know covering or being with East Carolina uh, in the bowl games? Anything that stands out that uh, you'd like to share with us? Well, I mean, I think any bowl trip has always been special for us. But uh, you know, it's it's been a long time since we've won a bowl game. I think 2007 uh, was our last bowl victory, and uh, I, I really believe that the Pirates would have beat Boston College last year from from seeing the preparation that Coach had and and had us going in the right direction. So I'm just excited about this game, and, and hopefully we uh, the Pirates can get a victory. All right, 2007, that was the Hawaii Bowl over Boise State, 41-38. What a great game that was with Coach Skip Holtz. The uh, Pirates actually won the Beefo Brady's Bowl in 13. Remember that one? That was uh, down in uh, Tampa, Florida. That was played at the other – that was played at uh, Tropicana Field uh, inside, and now the Beefo Brady's Bowl has turned into the Gasparilla Bowl, and they play it at Raymond James Stadium, and that's what we were talking about the entire time, the possibility of East Carolina returning there. But Coach Ruff and company winning in 2013, beating Ohio 30 to 20 but when you think back to, to bowl games i remember I, I think it was it was either mobile or birmingham but the pirates were going to practice the next morning and i got out there late that night because we just got into town and they had just painted the field they painted and you know at working in operations and, and the jobs that joy perry done, has done through the years and everybody you know when you paint that field you want people to stay off of it so it'll drive and i remember thinking to myself that the next morning that the pirates had practice i don't know if that paint's going to dry and sure enough, Clifford Snow got out there, and Coach Holtz told him, he said, you better call somebody. We're going to practice like we're supposed to, and we're going to get into this wet paint. And it was it was a mess for the, for that morning. They finally put cones around, and the Pirates tried to work around some of that paint. But that was uh, that was a classic Clifford Snow conversation with a bowl representative. Oh, yes. I can, I can only imagine how that <laughs> conversation went. Uh, but, no, I think we're extremely excited to uh, to be in the Birmingham Bowl, and and looking forward to it. Sounds good. J.J. McLam joining us, talking about the Birmingham Bowl. Anything else you want to share with uh, the Pirate Nation as we uh, we close it out with you? We certainly appreciate your time. We know you're really going to be busy, especially the next couple of weeks, trying to get ready for this trip to Birmingham, Alabama, and the Birmingham Bowl. But uh, anything you want to share with them? 
No, I would just encourage all of our Pirate fans to uh, to buy tickets, support the program, and uh, help in any way you can there. Even if you can't make the trip down to Birmingham, I encourage you to go ahead and buy tickets, and we could donate them to a charity, uh, to a military base. Uh, we could do something like that with the tickets because I encourage as much support as we can get. Sounds good. J.J. McGlam joining us, Executive Associate AD for Internal Affairs over at East Carolina. J.J., thanks so much for your time. Looking forward to the bowl trip as the Pirates get set to take on Coastal Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. Thanks so much, J.J. Okay, thank you. All right, that's J.J. McGlam with East Carolina. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back later on. We'll join Mike Houston, the head football coach at East Carolina from his office over at ECU. Back with more on the Brian Bailey Show on this Bowl Monday after this. Greenville Utilities Electric customers will soon be able to receive text notifications in the event of power outages. Enrollment is automatic, so make sure GUC has your cell phone number by signing into your account at GUC.com, then update the information in your user profile. Want to talk with someone instead? Call 252-752-7166 during business hours. 252-752-7166. Update us so we can update you. Visit GUC.com for more information. UBE and PirateWear.com is excited to offer Pirate Nation the largest selection of new ECU merchandise and tailgate supplies ever. UBE has the best prices in town, so that makes UBE your one-stop shop for all things ECU. UBE does daily restocks of Champion, Adidas, and Under Armour. Don't forget to bring your young pirates in to plunder the Crow's Nest, which is the only kid store dedicated to ECU. Plenty of free parking uptown in Greenville. Visit them at PirateWear.com. Go Pirates! The convenience of Pitt Greenville Airport is waiting just outside your front door. Service is back, so you're connected to destinations worldwide through flights from American Airlines. Plan your next trip. Book your flights today at flypgv.com or aa.com. Avoid the long check-in lines and congestion at the big airports and fly local at PGV. Fast, convenient, and close to home, PGV has American Airlines flights perfect for your next trip. Book today at aa.com. PGV, where the pirates fly. This is Mark Washington with Max Sports Performance at Max Fitness. Our facility has reopened and is following all safety protocols. The best thing you can do to strengthen your immune system is, of course, to work out and exercise on a regular basis. I can assist you as your performance coach. You can also enjoy the benefits of a private facility. Avoid the crowds and work out at Max Fitness. Now is the time to get healthy. Max Fitness just off Highway 43 in the old Ace Hardware Building behind Speedway in Greenville. Call me, Mark Washington, 902-4877. Pirate Radio. It's going to change. I promise you. As I stand here, it will change. Okay, and when it does, that stadium, it's going to be rocking, and heaven help whoever walks in there to play us. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show. The Pirates headed to the Birmingham Bowl. Last played in the Birmingham Bowl. The Pirates did January 3rd, 2015, losing to the Gators of Florida by the final of 28-20. to uh, East Carolina's last bowl game was uh, last year, the Military Bowl, and they didn't get the chance to play the game because of COVID. And the last Pirate victory came December 23rd, 2013, the Beef O'Brady's Bowl down in Tampa. The win over Ohio, 37-20, uh, was that final count as East Carolina won 
that one in the bowl matchup. This time it's Coastal Carolina and East Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl coming up on December the 27th. Uh, we did have a question come in about the hotel the team will be staying in. It's my understanding it's the Hyatt Regency uh, that's right there at the mall in Birmingham. And if I'm not mistaken, that's either the same hotel the Pirates stayed at it in 15 or right next to it. There's a, a cluster, I think, of nice hotels right there by the mall in Birmingham. So uh, that's what we were told earlier today, and I will double-check that and make sure that information is correct. Uh, there are all kinds of hotels down there, so Pirate fans should be able to find that out. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll uh, hook up with Mike Houston, head football coach at East Carolina, get his thoughts on the Birmingham Bowl. We want to mention the fact that several of our area teams, and it really boggles my mind sometimes that our area in high school football, uh, year in and year out, play for state championships. In the East, Raleigh is in the East. Greensboro has some teams in the East, some teams in the West. But for the most part, there are teams. They're East of 95 playing for state championships. Friday night at 7 o'clock, it'll be the 4A state championship game in Chapel Hill. The number two seed in the East, Newburn at 15-0, will take on the top seed in the West, Grim- Grimsley out of Greensboro. And Grimsley's also 15-0. So uh, good luck to the Bears playing on Friday night. On Saturday, the 2A championship at UNC in Chapel Hill. It's the number two seed in the East, East Duplin at 14-1, and and they will take on the Rams of Reedsville at 14-1. and Reedsville is the number one seed in that West bracket. Three o'clock in Raleigh at North Carolina State and Carter-Finley Stadium. Tarboro goes for yet another state championship. They have nine as far as their school is concerned in school history. They'll take on Mount Airy, uh, the Granite Bears at 14-1, and the number four seed in the East bracket. Tarboro, of course, was the number one seed in the East bracket. Mount Airy, the number four seed in the West bracket. And the 7 o'clock game in the 3A state championship game also in Raleigh. Northern Nash has the number one seed in the East at 15-0 and and they'll take on the four seed in the West, East Lincoln. And East Lincoln is 15-0 and on the season. That's the state championship schedule for this weekend. It starts Friday night at 7 o'clock with that 4A state championship game. Newburn at 15-0. and Grimsley at 15-0. and Man, it doesn't get much better than that. In fact, the 4A features 30 wins and no losses. The 3A features 30 wins and no losses. The uh, two-way game features 28 and two as far as those two teams are combined, and then 27 and two for the one uh, A state championship. So not a lot of losses in those state finals coming up this weekend. Newburn, East Duplin, Tarboro, and Northern Nash, all from Eastern North Carolina, going for state championships coming up on state championship weekend. All right, we'll take another commercial break right now on the Brian Bailey Show. Next up, Mike Houston from his office over at East Carolina, get his thoughts on this Coastal Carolina matchup, the Birmingham bowl set for december the 27th and we'll continue to get you set for that coming up next on the brian bailey show I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners. Whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. It's bow time. You've probably heard folks say, don't call it a comeback. But at Bojangles, we don't like to beat around the bush. 
So when the sizzling, savory pork chop griller's back in all its tender, marinated chili lime glory, and you can get a pork chop griller combo for just $4.59, go ahead, call it a comeback. Get a legendary pork chop griller combo for just $4.59, only at Bojangles. It's bow time. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Proud to be voted the Remodeler of the Year by the Home Builders Association of Raleigh-Wake County in 2018 and Best Business Commercial Remodel Project winner for 2020. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services Partner. The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina's premier American-style restaurant and bourbon bar with daily specials. And here's the lineup. Mondays feature $7 margaritas and half-price appetizers. Tuesday is stuffed seafood night. Wednesday is date night. Thursday is roasted smoked lamb chop night. Fridays is prime rib night. And Saturday is Italian night and is also Fred and Wilma night with our 36-ounce bone-in tomahawk steak just like the Flintstones. And on Sunday, it's our legendary brunch from 10 to 2. The Rick House, American Provisions and Spirits 710 Red Banks Road beside the bowling alley in Greenville. You've had your new computer a few years now, but lately it's been running super slow, acting strange, and you're worried about viruses and losing data. This is driving me mad! Let the experts at University PC Care in Greenville and Newburn professionally diagnose your Mac or PC to see what's really going on. They'll determine the root cause and not just symptoms, so you don't waste money fixing the wrong issues. Call 252-558-1280 for in-store or remote service, or make an appointment online at universitypccare.com. Portable, super quiet, and fuel efficient. Honda EU Series generators are ideal for camping, tailgating, home backup power, and more. All feature Honda's CO Minder carbon monoxide detection system for added peace of mind. Select models include Bluetooth connectivity for wireless control with Honda's My Generator smartphone app. Go with a Honda EU Series generator. It's power you can trust. See Ron Ayers Motorsports Highway 11 north of the airport in Greenville. This is Brian Packard, ECU former baseballer. You're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community owned, community powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Bowl Monday. Joining us from his office at East Carolina, Mike Houston, the head football coach at ECU. He's got his Pirates in a second straight bowl trip, this time heading to Birmingham, Alabama for the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Coach, how are you on this Bowl Monday? I'm doing good. Doing good. Good to be in the bowl, bowl season again. It certainly is. Now, your Pirates get back to work today. What kind of schedule will you have this week leading up to leaving for the bowl? Well, we're going to um, you know, we're, we're practice uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday this week. Uh, and then next week, uh, you know, practice at the beginning of the week. And then with, with the bowl being over Christmas, I'm going to give the players uh, several days to go home, see their families, uh, you know, be able to exchange Christmas presents, do that thing, uh, and then come back in here the week of the 18th, uh, practice a couple of days here before we fly to Birmingham. So, uh, you know, it's, we still have a little bit of time before the bowl game, but, you know, with, with everybody being in, in the, at the bowl site for Christmas, I want to make sure we get, uh, get our players an opportunity to see their family. Do you have a set number of uh, bowl practices you can have uh, dictated by the NCAA? It's really unlimited. 
Uh, and so, uh, you know, what we're trying to do is, you know, make sure we do enough uh, to get prepared for the game, uh, but uh, also not too much that we're not going to be fresh. And when you look at bowl games, and I remember talking to coaches for years that one of the big pluses for the, the bowl you know, practices is the fact that you get to work with all of the, the younger kids who haven't played a whole lot. You get you know so much work done there that it really gives you an advantage as you go into 2023, doesn't it? Well, and that's, that's really the, the focus this week is you know, our travel team guys were certainly you know, getting, some, getting some time to knock the rust off. You know, we've, we've been off for about nine days. Uh, get to get some time to knock the rust off with them. But really, you know, a lot of the guys that have been redshirted this year or haven't played as much this year, you know, they're going to get a lot of work uh, here this week. And so, you know, get a chance for, you know, the coaches to actually coach the guys that maybe served as the, as the scout teams this year. Uh, and it really gives you a, a kind of a jump start uh, looking at what you have going into spring practice. You know, we're in the age of uh, NILs and transfer portals and, and all of that. And I know uh, your offensive line took a little bit of a hit with Avery Jones announcing that he's uh, in the transfer portal. What are you doing on that situation? And what's Coach Shank got cooked up there? Well, he'll, ha- he'll have everything ready to go. And, you know, we got the good thing is we have good depth in that room. And so uh, we're excited about the guys that uh, will be playing in the bowl game. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, certainly the landscape of college football has changed. Yeah, and it's, you know when you think about it, it's it's almost like you know kids work so hard to get to where where you're at right now, and then you just wonder, and, and you know that's just just one of those things you, you kind of scratch your head about. I mean, you know they, they've gone through the wars with you, they've battled you know the the tough losses, the the great wins, and not to play in a bowl game. It just seems like such a shame. But uh, as you said, uh, Coach Shank will have that thing worked out, and uh, you got a couple of candidates you know in that offensive line room that can take advantage of that situation as far as coastal carolina is concerned what do you see on tape right now have you had a chance to look a whole lot at coastal yet well we've looked at them this morning uh and you know really really good football team uh you know they were uh nine and one a couple of weeks ago uh when their quarterback got hurt uh and certainly you know he is a dynamic player uh you know player of the year in the sun belt for the last three years uh, and, you know, in their one loss previously, he had got banged up also. So he really is what makes them go. But, you know, just watching them in their games against Marshall, Appalachian State, uh, and, and other teams earlier in the year, uh, they are a really high-powered offense uh, with McCall in there uh, at quarterback uh, and, a, and a really sturdy, aggressive, physical defense. So, you know, you're playing a nine-win football team, uh, and they, you know they'll have the time to get healthy and uh, you know and be fresh before the game as well. So it's going to be a war. Yeah, I would think so. You, you know, you look at a game like this, and a lot of bowl games come down to the, the mental side. Which team wants it more? And I would say, if with your ball team, with Holton playing his last game, and with with the Pirates really, you know, wanting to play last year's bowl game and they didn't get a chance to, they've got so much to play for in this bowl game. And as you said, Coastal's got nine wins; they're going for a tenth win, and we all know what that means to a, a college football program. So when you look at some of the X's and O's on this thing, there's a lot to play for for both teams oh there's no doubt and uh you know like i talked to the team about last night uh we were bowl eligible last year and we were getting ready to play a bowl game but we didn't get to play it and so it's been uh since 2014 since since east carolina's played in a bowl and since 2013 since since they've won a bowl 
And so, you know, we're really excited uh, about the opportunity to to get up, get to a bowl game, play in a bowl game, and win a bowl game. And so that's, uh, you know, a lot of motivation there. Whatever you did last year as far as the schedule goes to, to get – because you have so much – you know, you want to get the rust off and you want to get the young kids to get a chance to practice. But as you've said a couple of times, and, and we were there to witness it, I mean, the Pirates had great practices in D.C. leading up to the Military Bowl. So I think that's a that's a pretty good formula. Yeah, because, you know, especially with, you know, practicing a little bit this week and next week and then them getting some time off. Uh, you know, they should be pretty fresh when they come back from that uh, to get some preparation here before flying to Birmingham. And really, you know, you want to have the team ready from a knowing what to do, uh, you know, point. Uh, You want to have them ready before you get on the plane to fly to Birmingham. And that way, when you get there, you're really just sharpening things up, getting them acclimated to the bowl site, uh, and then you're going to blink and it's going to be game day. Yeah, it's going to be game day very, very quickly, especially with the holidays in there. Does that make it harder as a football team and a football program that that you're juggling Christmas Eve, you're juggling Christmas Day? I mean, nothing's open on Christmas Day, so you have to make sure everything you know is ready to go at the hotel. Yeah, and it's you know, uh, there's a lot to juggle. You know, uh, you know, the players being away from their families at Christmas. Uh, you know, you got to you know navigate that. You got to you know you got to navigate the fact that you know. A lot of our coaching staff, you know, much like Amanda and I, you know, we have young kids, and you want to make sure that they have a great Christmas. Uh, and then you want to make sure that your team is functioning in a manner to be ready to play two days later. So, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a lot logistically to take care of. We joked with J.J. McGlam a few minutes ago that if Santa Claus made it safely to D.C., I think he's going to be fine in Birmingham. What do you think? Yeah, he'll have <laughs> the weather down there, so he'll be, he won't be as cold in Birmingham, so... Uh, I'm sure Santa's going to make his way down there. And Santa will be there for all of the families. And, and as I said to JJ earlier, you know, the Mike Houston way is a family-oriented, you know, deal with this program. It's not just players and coaches. It's, it's entire families that get involved with this football program. And I saw it firsthand last year in D.C. because I really dreaded missing Christmas and being away from my family. But being with you guys and seeing, you know, everything that went on with, with the way you guys handled Christmas Eve and handled Christmas Day, it, it's really, really special well and that's you know that's really i told the players last night when we met uh my focus is number one to make sure that we're prepared to win the ball game uh and number two though is make sure that we really enjoy this entire uh you know next month you know this this bowl season uh make sure that uh you know it's 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 a fun fun deal as well as getting ready to play the ball game and a lot of that is just you know being able to interact with each other and be around each other and, and continue to build that bond that we have, you know, within our locker room and between the coaches and players. And I would say too, going back to, to the mental side of this thing, you, you know, senior day didn't go the way the East Carolina pirates wanted it to go. It was really a situation that we've never really seen since year one with the coach Houston era. And I think that those guys will have a little bit in their crawl that, Hey, we want to close this thing out, especially the guys playing in their last game. We want to close this thing out. We want people to always remember that last time that East Carolina took the football field. And I think that's a big advantage in your favor. Well, that's uh, that's what we hope. You know, that's you know, that's the thing that you want is uh, you know you want the the seniors because we talked. I talked a little bit about that last night. Just you know, I just remember the 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 faces of the seniors last year when you know when I had to share with them that they had uh, that Boston College had withdrawn from the bowl game and just you know the looks on their faces and how crushed they were. And so 
you know, what you want is, you know, us the, the opportunity to sing the fight song together in the locker room, you know, one last time as the 2022 Pirates because, you know, every year is a new year and every team is a new team. And the 2022 East Carolina Pirates, uh, you know, this is kind of the, you know, the last piece of the puzzle to what that season is going to look like as we reflect back on it. So, uh, you know, a lot of motivation here from our end. You also have National Signing Day coming up on the 21st. So yeah. you talk about juggling things. I mean, you got to get that thing done too, don't you? Well, and that's, you know, I, I, this is one of those years you hate it so late. You know, it's a week later than it was last year. Yeah. And so what it means is not only not only are we, you know, preparing for the bowl, uh, but we had an official visit uh, this past weekend. So we had five five recruits on campus, you know, showing them around. Uh, you know, on Friday and Saturday, I was a combination of here in Greenville with the official visit. I was all over the state of South Carolina one day and all over the state of Georgia another day. And, you know, so you're, you're balancing that with, when, so when I say that we're taking Thursday off, that means the players are off and then the coaches leave after practice on Wednesday. And we're recruiting Wednesday night, all day Thursday, getting back in here on Friday. We have an official visit this coming weekend. And that's it's just that's what it's going to look like for the next month. So uh, I told Amanda last night uh, I'll see you in Birmingham. Uh, I don't know how much I'll see you between now and then. There you go. Will you guys be able to go to the state championships this weekend, as, as far as recruiting goes? Yes. Yeah. yeah we're you know that's and that's a priority. You know, um, we have uh, you know a, lo- a couple of local teams playing in the state championships. Uh, we have the younger brother of one of our players who is leading one of the teams that's playing for a state championship. And so, you know, we're going to have a combination of players and coaches uh, in attendance at those games. I was saying a, a little bit while ago the fact that, you know, Raleigh's bigger than Greenville. Obviously, Greensboro is bigger than Greenville. And Greensboro has teams in the east and the west. But eastern North Carolina and east of 95, we've always loved our football here with Touchdown Friday. But, you know, you've got New Bern, you've got East Duplin, you've got Tarboro, you've got Northern Nash. I mean, these are eastern North Carolina teams, you know, all playing for state championships. No doubt. And just, you know, excited about that. Uh, and, you know, want to make sure that East Carolina – uh, you know, the East Carolina polos and, 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 and shirts and uh, everything are on the sidelines at the, uh, at the state championship games. And uh, so, that, you know, the Eastern North Carolina teams know that, uh, you know, that we're there to support them. Uh, so uh, it, it'll be an exciting weekend for that. On the 26th, most of the fans will be arriving at the Birmingham Bowl. They've got the big pepper alley set up and everything like that. Uh, how's it going to feel to be in a city like Birmingham and to see all that purple and gold, you know, coming down to support your Pirates? Well, it, it, it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, it's a, a brand new stadium that we're playing in. Uh, so it's a, a new facility. And I think, uh, you know, what our fans will see is, uh, you know, Birmingham has changed a lot since the last time uh, most of our fans were there uh, and just really excited, uh, you know, to get down there and be a part of the festivities and, uh, you know, see Pirate Nation. You know, I got to see Pirate Nation in Annapolis last year after yeah. uh, the game was canceled. The aftermath. And, but that was, and, and that was impressive. Right. The way our fans, you know, turned out. And so um, I do think that's one of the things that makes us, uh, you know, an attractive draw. Uh, is the fact that our fans are enthusiastic about our program. And so uh, just look forward to having Pirate Nation down in Birmingham. 
Should be a lot of fun. As we said, the 26th, uh, a lot of activities going on. The 27th, of course, is is game day. What's Mike Houston going to be feeling like in that locker room? Uh, and, and, and I'll say that, the question, because it's been a privilege of mine to go in with a camera and get some of your you know, your, your speeches to the team and, and you know some of the inside stuff that goes on with Pirate football. But what's it going to be like you know, coaching in your first bowl game like that with this East Carolina Pirate football team? Well, I mean, those those kinds of games are, are just, you know, there's a lot of excitement. Uh, there's a lot of uh, just, you know, can't wait to get out on the field. And, uh, you know, I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, and our, and, our, and our team, you know, when 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 we have had great preparation, you just have so much confidence in how you're getting ready to play. And so, you know, I just want to make sure that we do a great job with, with the with the players and, and that they're, they're, you know, prepared and ready to go and then just, you know, go out there and enjoy being a part of the bowl season uh, and, and play our tails off, compete, you know, represent uh, East Carolina University the way that we all want uh, uh, our institution to be represented uh, and just make the most of this opportunity. Should be a lot of fun. East Carolina and Coastal Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. Coach, we told you we would get you for 15 minutes, and our 15 minutes is up. So I know you got lots to do. We certainly appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you a couple of times before Christmas and, of course, see you down in Birmingham. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you having me on. Go Pirates. All right. Go Pirates, indeed. Head coach Mike Houston joining us as his Pirates get set to take on the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina coming up in this Birmingham Bowl. We'll take another commercial break right now. We'll come back and we'll wrap up this edition of the Brian Bailey Show on this Bowl Monday after this. BMS Builders is your premier custom builder in eastern North Carolina. With homes in Blackwood, Mills Creek, Dalton's Cove and Farmville, and Belmar and Aiden, they're constantly expanding. Now to Laurel Glen and Sarah's Way, plus the new duplex community at Abigail Trails. BMS Builders can build the home of your dreams. Just ask Dr. Dennis Ross in Greenville or ECU football coach Mike Houston. They built their homes, and they can build yours as well. Call 916-1578 for BMS Builders. The best burgers around. Everyone loves a thick, juicy, and fresh burger. Tiebreakers in Greenville, plus the all new Tiebreakers in Winterville do real burgers better than anybody. So don't just go to any burger themed restaurant chain. It's time to break the chain and eat local. Tiebreakers, real burgers at its best. Everybody loves burgers. All anniversaries are special, but because it's Bostick Sug Furniture's 85th anniversary extravaganza, we packed a lot into our big extravaganza with not one, not two, but three ways to save. Extra 10% off, plus 1937 local delivery, plus six months special financing on all in-stock and custom orders. Change your mattress, change your life, and get 48 months special financing during the big 85th anniversary extravaganza on now at Bostick Sug Furniture. It seems like places are giving you less and less food these days. Yes, mama, it's called shrinkflation. Oh, shrinkflation is just another word for robbery. But this is shackflation. What? Dang, that's huge. Extra pepperoni, extra cheese on that thing. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! 
Ahoy, mateys, it's Captain Jack Spare of R&R Tire Express. We're here to serve our pirate community by offering easy payments for easy ownership. For you landlubbers, R&R will install a new set of tires for just $20. $50 installs new custom wheels and tires. To learn more about R&R, stop by 3920 US 264 or rnrtires.com. Before anyone walks into your business, the outside is what they see. Make sure your first impression is a good impression with the right curb appeal. Hi, this is Daniel Andrews from Dan Andrews Lawn Service. We specialize in making your business look great. Let us handle all your professional landscaping needs. We do it all so you don't ever have to worry. Residential services are also available. Call us today at 717-8006 and we'll come out and give you a free quote. Taking care of your landscaping needs is all we do and we've been doing it for over 20 years. You can trust our reliable team at Dan Andrews Lawn Service covering all of eastern north carolina pirate radio we're going to be bigger faster stronger and older that's always a good combination the voice of the pirate nation you're listening to the brian bailey show powered by greenville utilities providing reliable utility solutions to the greenville region since 1905 now back to the show all right welcome back on this bowl monday as we wrap up this edition of the brian bailey show clip rocks going to join us for a couple of thoughts from him east carolina set to play in the birmingham bowl for the second time since 2014 uh they actually played january 3rd 2015 according to my notes 28 20 the pirates fell to the florida gators but that was after the 2014 season east carolina back in a bowl for the first time since last year when they were in the military bowl but the boston college game was canceled uh you think about bowls in the uh i'll tell you clip i hate to admit this but yesterday i was going through when we first heard that it was going to be in birmingham so i started writing down bowls birmingham trips for the bowls for east carolina so i stopped at 1999 the mobile alabama bowl and i said yeah that's in birmingham and i went to the gmac bowl and i went that's uh, that's in birmingham Mobile and yeah, I was in Birmingham, and then I kept going down the PapaJohns.com bowl, which was in Birmingham. And then I finally realized that uh, some of those were in Mobile, so Mobile has the uh, the Mobile Alabama bowl, which makes perfect sense. That was the loss to TCU twenty eight fourteen. There was a lot of purple in that game. But that was a that was a good game. Do you remember in the uh, ninety nine game ECU and TCU the star running back for Texas Christian? Uh, yeah, yeah, L- LT. Yeah, LT. The Danian Tomlinson played uh, in that game. The uh, GMAC Bowl is actually the only bowl in my 38 years here in Greenville that we did not cover at WNCT. We were going through some real budget problems and weren't allowed to make that trip as uh, Marshall beat East Carolina 64-61 in double and overtime. Nothing happened in that one, Bailey. You no, didn't that was, cover that one. It, it was there was so many different stories <laughs> in that one that uh, they were well, we told it from the tv side but it was disappointing not to be there but uh, you think of some of the other ones the uh, papajohns.com bowl uh south florida that was a loss 24 7 to uh, head coach skip holtz uh, that was Holt. ugly but that yeah, was, was uh the first bowl in a while for ecu so it was, that was kind of like nice to be there yeah it really was it was it was a five-year drought between the uh, marshall loss and then getting to the uh, papajohns.com bowl the hawaii bowl is one of the uh, highlights of east carolina bowl history beating boise state 41 38 whatever remember about that 
game. Chris Johnson obviously had a great game, uh, fumbled late. But uh, he also, the defense set the tone early. And you see a 41-38 score, you don't think that. But the Pirate defense had a big hit early on in that game. And East Carolina pretty much uh, had that game in control most of the way until that late fumble. And then they won it on a field goal at the gun. Uh, the Liberty Bowls with Coach Holtz losing the SET teams, uh, Kentucky and Arkansas. Uh, both disappointing losses there. And then Coach Ruff's first year, the Military Bowl, the loss to Maryland, 51-20. And that was a game that Maryland pretty much just dominated against East Carolina. Pirates then in 12 were in the New Orleans Bowl down in Louisiana and lost to Louisiana Lafayette, uh, 43-34 in that game. The last bowl win for East Carolina, as we've said a couple of times, the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, that was against Ohio, and that was 37-20 in that game. Shane Carden in that game. Uh, threw a touchdown pass and caught a touchdown pass. Cam Worthy, both 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 ways. Cam threw one and caught one. So that was that was the uh, highlight as far as the wins go. Uh, the Birmingham Bowl with Coach Ruff in 15 was a loss to the Florida Gators, and that was a really good football game. Pirates had a couple of chances and couldn't take advantage of those chances, but still just a really, really well-played football game for the most part. And then the Boston College game last year, which was uh, canceled because of the COVID issues with BC. So, Cliff, when you think about the uh, the matchup with Coastal Carolina, uh, I think a lot of fans were disappointed just because all the projections had East Carolina in so many different places and then it ended up being down in Birmingham but as coach uh, Houston said that the stadium is relatively new the protective stadium uh, is named after an insurance company uh, Coastal Carolina has nine wins they're going for a tenth win Coastal's got a lot of turmoil right now in losing their head coach and getting a new head coach but uh, we don't know what they'll be doing as far as the bowl game is concerned so they've got some issues I like your comparison to mock drafts because we see a mock, yeah. mock draft in like February and yeah. we get attached to a player. Yeah, that's and right. So we won't. And then when we don't get them four months later, we get disappointed yeah. for some reason. So, yeah, I get that part of it. I, lo- I like the matchup. I, it's a good regional matchup, even though we're playing it non regionally uh, down in Alabama. But. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the East Carolina, Coastal Carolina matchup itself. As a Bubba, the best part about a trip to Birmingham is obviously the barbecue because it's a little bit different than in Eastern North Carolina, but they do a great job with the ribs and with, with all of that and uh, and talking to the folks uh, with the Birmingham Bowl. And in fact, Mark Meadows, the executive director, was supposed to be with us today, but he's not feeling well. He's coughing and, and having some issues there, so he's going to join us next week here as we continue to get you set for the Birmingham Bowl. But uh, they promised lots of Southern food food for the uh, players and the coaches and the staff and uh, families and that kind of thing so i think the players will be looking forward to that because that is one of the uh, pluses uh, for that bowl game but coastal carolina they had issues when they lost their quarterback grayson mccall uh he injured his foot was supposed to be out three to six weeks i haven't read anything that says he'll miss the bowl game uh, i haven't really seen any update on how his uh, recovery is but that'll be a big key in this game seems like the thought could be that uh, with their head coach leaving, with him banged up, he may not be in that game. I don't know one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but this will be the second straight uh, Birmingham Bowl where we're going to face a team who is getting a new right. head coach. So uh, they're going to have an interim coach for this game. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, how all that coach, plays out. Chadwell, did, apparently he and uh, Mike Houston have a history, both from dating back to the JMU days and the, I think, like even the Lenore Ryan days, oh, like these okay. two have faced off, and I've read on Hoist the Color some that they may not like one another that much. Hmm. So kind of a shame we missed out on that. Hey, I, I, I like a good robbery. I know. Like that. Yeah, I like um, that. But yeah, we won't be having that. Did one. you see what Chadwell's going to be making at Liberty? 
I did not. Uh, like four million a year? That's mm. that's not that's not chump change, is it? And that's no. a not not a bad deal. Yeah, and of offering course, plates overflowing. Okay. Yeah, evidently there's all kinds of money out there. If you're looking at Coastal Carolina and their schedule, they lost and lost badly to JMU. That was after the quarterback was injured. Also lost to Troy in the uh, Sun Belt Conference Championship game earlier in the year. Old Dominion got him, and that was the big surprise. 49-21, Old Dominion beat uh, Coastal Carolina, and I think that was Coastal Carolina's. I'm going to double check that. It was homecoming for Coastal Carolina, and Old Dominion put a beat down on them, and that's the uh, one common opponent with East Carolina. Yeah, Pirates able to knock off uh, the Monarchs. So I like it, and I've seen a lot of people say that if ECU wins, people will say they're supposed to win. If ECU loses, you know, we'll get joked on. Like, I don't know. I think I feel like Coastal Carolina's been more relevant than East Carolina the last couple of years. I, I think they're, they're, they've they had a, two 11 win seasons. Right. They got a very good program. And I, you know, you remember a couple of years ago, the Pirates went down to Georgia State and had a miserable yeah. game against uh, Georgia State. So, and that's a Sun Belt. So, remember I that COVID year, Coastal, and was it BYU put together a game like in a week and yeah, played on ESPN? I do remember it was that. awesome. Yeah. And Coastal was supposed to play at Virginia, and that was the week before. Uh, that was the game after, rather, the uh, tragedy at Virginia where the players were shot and killed on the bus, and, and they canceled that game. So they had a chance to play the Cavaliers uh, in Charlottesville. That was going to be uh, their next game, but they had to cancel that one. But then they went to James Madison, had a tough time against the Dukes, 47-7, and then lost to Troy in that Sun Belt Conference uh, championship game. As Coach Houston said, a lot to play for on the East Carolina side, a lot to play for on the Coastal Carolina side and that always makes for a good bowl game I, I've always believed that you have to figure out when you're trying to figure out who's going to do well in a bowl game you have to figure out who wants it more and I think in this situation both teams are going to want it I would hope so yeah, yeah. I mean East Carolina certainly hasn't won a bowl game and so long as you mentioned so uh yeah they're hungry yeah i think uh, holt nailers will be hungry i think he wants nothing you know less than to go out a winner at east carolina and his uh outstanding career but he really wants to you know have that bowl champion his goal was to get east carolina back in winning bowl games and so you know and, and it's just a shame they didn't get a chance last year but they've got a chance this year and this will be this will be a lot of fun coastal and east carolina two days after christmas so uh, most pirate fans probably are going to make plans to uh, get down to Birmingham sometime early on that Monday. Uh, the big pep rally is going on that afternoon. Uh, so there's lots of things planned by the bowl committee. And as we said, we'll have Mark Meadows on, the executive director of the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, coming up next week on our show. Also, probably try to have one of the pirate coaches on to uh, try to get us more on the matchup between East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. But uh, I like the matchup. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think bowl games are always a lot of fun. It's all about the student athlete. And, I, you know, there's a lot of talk about the military bowl i'm kind of glad the pirates aren't going back there because you know all those student athletes in east carolina did all the activities everything the, the pirates did everything except play the bowl game as far as that game is concerned uh, i do think the bowl games that are played before christmas if you're traveling with the team and you know for the players coaches and that kind of thing uh, it's a little easier to navigate but we all know the bowl season consists of a lot of games before christmas and a lot of games between christmas and new year's and of course some of the big ones on new year's day and the national semifinals and uh, the championship game later on in january so uh, that's how it plays out east carolina and 
Coastal Carolina coming up in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. All right, we'll close it out for this edition of the Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank J.J. McLam, Executive Associate AD over at East Carolina for his thoughts on the bowl process in East Carolina heading down to Birmingham. And also want to thank Head Coach Mike Houston. His Pirates get back on the practice field later on this afternoon getting set for the Birmingham Bowl. We'll see you next week on the Brian Bailey Show. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostic Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, BMS Builders, Seared Chop House, The Gavigan Agency, Taft Taft and Hagelin, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio.